You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Here we are. We're here. It Finally. Seems like, yeah, it seems like it's been, what, two weeks? It has. It's been two weeks since the John Prime one we just released. It's been done for... Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. You had COVID. Yes. Which this time it really, like, it kicked my ass for one day. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I really felt like I was going to die for a minute. I'm still not going to take the shot, but just saying... I felt like I was going to die, man. Yeah. Uh, I've not had it. Yeah, knock on wood. Yeah? I've still not had it. Well, good. How's I don't that? know how, but... Now, you got a new job, right? Mm-hmm. How's that going? It's going good. Just a lot of training right now. Really? A lot of training. I did a little job shadowing this past week, so... Okay. It's just a matter of getting uh, accustomed to it and getting getting used to all the you know, intricacies. Yeah. So. Well, and then about 48 hours ago, we had some straight line winds that were pretty oh, tough. Good man. Lord, man. That was awful. I mean, like, I guess that's kind of what a hurricane's like with minus the rain. Yeah. And you hurricanes know? don't last that long. I know. Like, <laughs> that was the worst part. It well, never like, stopped. The, the electric went out. And we were hoping to do this episode Friday night. Right. Yeah. yeah we had talked trans. about it. We had agreed upon it. Yeah. Actually, we had talked about doing it like at like two o'clock on Friday. Yes. <laughs> yes. But so we had a storm come through. And I mean, anymore, Kentucky has been like notorious every year. We at least have a, a couple of tornado warnings. Yeah. And it had all the makings of a tornado. But you know, we get them in the winter more than the summer. Well, yeah. Which is crazy. We're in the spring, though. This is the prime time for it. Well, if Normally, it, in, in a normal circumstance, this is when the you know warm fronts and all the cold fronts are, like, meeting. This yeah. is when it's primed weather for us. But it's not supposed to be 70 degrees in Kentucky no. in February. Well... <laughs> So. And here's what I didn't understand. Like, so we lost power, and mm-hmm. I figured, okay, it'll be on shortly. Go to bed Friday <laughs> night. All right, it'll be on when I wake up. Yeah. Wake mm-hmm. up Saturday. It's a beautiful day, and I cannot wrap my head around this because most of the time, if electric's out that long, it's because there's ice, there's snow. Yeah. But this is just because the trees were just uprooted everywhere big trees too you know we got lucky we lost our power for like 10 minutes yeah rub it in i was outside when we lost it so i I never lost it personally yeah i (laughs) I was outside trying to get our uh yeah my little boy's slide before it went across the road oh yeah did you save it i did well good i saved it in three pieces i bet he was proud (laughs) we put it back together well, man, one of them slept the whole time. Really? The, well, not the whole time. 
He slept for the first two hours of it. These winds lasted, folks. If you don't, you know, know if you're not aware, these winds went on for like from uh, about two thirty all the way until around ten o'clock Friday yeah. night. Yeah. Insane. 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 I mean, we lost the trampoline. I'm sure. It blew the building off the or the door off the building. Mm-hmm. But the good thing that come out of it was besides the anxiety of going out in the public yeah. and everybody else that <laughs> you know how people act. They're buying five or six loaves of bread and mm-hmm. I'm like, Well, you know what? I'll get a cooler of ice. That mm-hmm. way the drinks will stay cold, get some sandwich meat. Yeah. Kids wasn't having it. So <laughs> we went out to eat. Yeah. Everywhere that we called was an hour yeah. wait. Even place. places that yeah. normally are not an hour to get right, in. Right, right. So we did end up going to Crackle Barrel, sitting down, you know, having like a go. family meal. It was really good, you good, know, good home good style food. cooking. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I get back home Saturday night, and I'm like, well, we kill some time. Maybe we'll have power. We still don't have power. So I go to the dollar store and I buy, I'm going to try to buy up all the candles because the last thing I want to do is go to my mom's, you know, because I like being home, you know? So I buy up the candles that are left, as you can see in the studio. I'm sure there wasn't very many. No, there wasn't. As soon as I get back home, the power comes on. Well. So now we have a bunch of extra candles. Hey, you're prepared for next time. Yeah. And also, folks, if it sounds a little bit echoey, we are officially in where the studio's going to be. We are. It's just not painted, no yeah. hardwood floors, right. no acoustics, mm-hmm. but we are live on TikTok. Yeah. And since there's so many songs to go over oh on this episode, <laughs> we probably need to get started. Yeah, so let's talk about this album, first of all. Actually, let's talk about what he did on... Thursday was it? Yeah, Thursday that he on Thursday he announced. I seen that word pop up that I had never heard before until you, Mm -hmm. which is what do you call a person that goes back to their high school? It's a automater or alma mater. Yeah, like I've never heard that term. Really? Never. Has it been around for years? Yeah. (laughs) Really? Okay. (laughs) Like since before us. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Thursday night, he goes to his high school. He plays for the seniors only, plus one. Yeah. They could bring one person. That's cool. Which is really cool. He graduated in 2011. Mm -hmm. So he's roughly 13 years out of high school. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I figured out by listening to one of his songs that uh, I'm exactly 10 years older than he is. Yeah. So, okay. I'll throw in this thing, this whole thought that I had. Once we get on into it a little while, well, but this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about. You remember when you were, you know, going off about he charges six at six hundred dollars. Yes. Go to a, what, what do you say now? I don't really have a response because, I, I mean, these songs are good, but I don't hear anything that blows me away. He could have done the same thing for it. Yeah. You know he could have, like oh, a yeah. week in a row. Yeah. But he didn't. He did it for free. He handed tickets out. So Are you go- talking about what he did Friday night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, So yeah. if yeah. 
if you criticize him for his prices, it's like a coach of a basketball team. It's like Coach Cal this year for Kentucky. Like, he's made some really, really dumb decisions. But he's got them playing good at the right time. Oh, yeah. So you have to criticize. But then once they correct at least a part of it, yeah, they're never going to correct it all the way because at the end of the day, he's you know, doing this to make money. You know? Well, and he's done turned down $2 million in the last two days that he yeah. could have made. Oh, at you least know? $2 million. And, yeah. and that's just realistically speaking. Uh, the Nashville show, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel like there were people within Bridgestone Arena that leaked it to their friends, family, and – because the line was insane. Yeah, nuts. For mm-hmm. the amount of time that the video was posted. Right. And, like, I even considered driving down there yeah. at work, getting two k- tickets for my kids, and just, like, let my kids in. Mm-hmm. I'll wait at the door, <laughs> like yeah. the Hunger Games. You know, <laughs> yeah. my baby sister, she ended up in the pit, and oh, yeah. she was uh, right against the rail, like, behind the girl that was wearing the Tennessee jersey. I'm sure if anybody watched it, they seen her because she did a lot of moments that got her on camera. Mm. Uh, but did you watch the stream at all? No. Yeah, I know. I was kind of uh, charging I, the phone in I the car. To watch, I had to wash yeah. my hair. Okay, so something more important <laughs> than that. I tell you, an artist that I wish would l- release 36 songs, and that's Tyler Sturgill. Oh yeah. Like I mean, I I would love that. Make- and the only thing that I will say negative about this album is I feel like there's probably 10 songs that he probably threw on there as a favor to somebody. Yeah. But, like just I, 10? I, I don't see. I think some of them are like the same song. He just he, had to break them off at an, some point. He could have had an outstanding 12 album or 12 song album. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for he, sure. He could have done that. that. But like. This is way too much for an artist that is this new into the game, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, Zach Bryan did the same thing. And then, I mean, all them songs aren't great, but there's some pretty good songs on there. Now, and, and we've noticed that with records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If alcohol was not a thing and it did not exist, would he have anything to write about? I, I don't think so. Every song he has. Just about every song. N- not just about. Every song that he has on this album, you know, minus the 98 Braves, yeah, has a reference, at least in the, the chorus or the first verse <laughs> Well, you know, alcohol. You're going to see in here, and we're about to get started because yeah. it's going to be forever. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you don't want to know about Morgan Wallen, you might not even want to listen past this point because it's going to be at least a good hour. We're going to try to do the first verse and a little bit of the chorus. And if you've already known it, we probably won't even go that far if it's already blown up on the radio. Right. But he only wrote maybe a little under half of these songs. A lot of these songs were from other people. Which is surprising. I mean, he claims to be a, yeah. this songwriter. You That's know? a lot of songs to put on the album, though. You it gotta let somebody real. else do it. All right, so here we are. The name of the album is I should know this. One thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Thirty-six songs. The first song is a song that he wrote with Hardy and uh, another guy, and this is called uh, "Born with a Beer in My Hand." 
That song, I don't know if it's because I can relate to it. Right. What's your thoughts on it? I don't relate to it as far as like, you know, being born with a beer in my hand. But I actually think it is a really good song. Yes. It's you know well written. I didn't realize yet. Yeah, Tommy Wayne was a drinker, but he might have been. I don't know. Well, he might be. Well, I had a grandfather who passed away with cirrhosis of the liver, mm-hmm. and an other grandfather who is alive now. Thank the good Lord. But he lost everything because of it. And it kind of skipped my mom and dad and landed on me. But I kind of push alcohol away because I don't know if it's age or what, but if I do anything illegal, I kind of wake up feeling worse than I ever have. (laughs) Like the hangovers are not as tolerable as they used to be. Yeah. I don't know. When's the last time that you kind of went to bed with a buzz? Mm. It was the night of the El King concert. Okay. 100%. <laughs> I think it was the last time I had any anything that had alcohol in it in my life. Okay. So, yeah, as we said, that song was uh, written by Morgan Hardy and a guy named Zach. I will not try to pronounce his last name. The next one is Last Night, which is in one of my top five. It's uh, trending right now massively. Uh, but... Here it is. Last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. You told me that you wish I was somebody you never met. But baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way it was I last. Kiss your lips, make you grip the sheets with your fingertips. Last bottle of Jack, we split a fifth. Just talking about life, going sip for sip. Yeah, you, you know you love to fight. And I say shit I don't mean. But I'm still gonna wake up on you and me. I know that last night we let the liquor I gotta say, I love it. This is I, one of them really songs like we released one. early. Yes. So, yeah. And uh, the photo of the album... I'm just now seeing that. Uh, you know that's his grandmother's place. Yeah, I don't her know name was Boots. Really? Yep. Oh, that's pretty cool. I only know that because I listen to Kentucky Sports Radio. Okay, and, and the, there's a little bit of relation there, right? Yeah, the the host, like the lead host, the guy who invented Kentucky Sports Radio, uh, Matt Jones, his grandmother and 
I think that's right. His you know grandmother and Morgan Wallen's grandmother are sisters. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, that song last night, uh, Morgan did not write. Uh, I'm just gonna let you guys know the ones that he did and didn't, and then the ones that have a pretty good cool story with. This next song is called Everything That I Love, and I must say out of the 36 songs, this is going to be the only true traditional country that you're about to hear. I wish I would have met you anywhere but where I did. Some old high-rise town that I won't ever go again. Wish we would have rolled around some old I like that one. Do you? Yeah. See, like, I'm not massively crazy over it, but I'm starting to like it the more that I hear it. But yeah. it is probably the most country one that you're going to hear on the whole album. Don't you agree? Probably so. Yeah. You know? And I'll be honest with you, I made it about mm, 22 songs deep in it is what I listened to. <laughs> so. Now, did you listen to every single word of every song or just snippets? At least three-fourths of every song. Of, of those 22 songs. Yeah. I see. Now, this next song is one of my favorites, and it's not because of Eric Church is on it, but I feel like <laughs> this is the one of the best duo songs that he's had in his entire career right now. And uh, the writer on it is Larry Fleet, which I'm not for sure if you know who that is. Mm-mm. But uh, it, it's awesome seeing... Morgan talks about how he went to Eric's concert, Thompson Bola Arena, mm-hmm. long ago. And to see them two come together is just insane, the amount of support that Morgan actually has, you yeah. know, after the road that he's been down. I mean, you, you've even got Ronnie Dunn commenting yeah. on your music. You know, that's yeah. that's pretty impressive. He kind of took over one of his ideas when he wrote you know neon star yeah <laughs> that's on this album all right this one is called man made a bar I sat down on a bar stool like a darn fool she walked out again Bartender said I got you Yeah cause I too Have been in your boots my friend Opened up back in 85 Got me over my first wife Been staying busy since the first night It's a story old as time God made the world in seven short days He said it was good I bet it was great God made a man and man got lonely Said, 
So man made a ball For some guys it's a good time The half price Half dozen buckets of beer Some say it's a cover band That's a cover man I know why they're here Didn't go the way he planned it Damn the devil did some damage So God made the world I mean I really like this song. Yeah. It's probably one of my top five. It's really well written. It's uh, it, it is a subject that everybody understands, everybody can relate with. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, they kind of yeah, pretty clever the way they brought it all together. It but, is. Yeah. It is. And you know, we've said it before. Uh, we've heard that said in different ways, but that one right there, it was. It was pretty clever, yeah. mm-hmm. I thought. Larry Fleet is a... Do you know who I'm talking about? No. He is outstanding. We'll have to cover him. He's multi-talented. This next song is The Devil Don't Know. There's a bottle on a King James Coaster. Miller life full of cigarettes Too drunk to be hungover Last night's still on my breath There ain't no starting over This over never ends I've been trying to drown these demons I'll be damned if they don't swim What's keeping me up all night is knowing what's keeping you up all night. Since I ain't the one holding on to you, I'm holding on for dear life. Fire and brimstone, I ain't got nothing on seeing me with someone else. Here's a whole nother level, girl, even the devil don't know this kind of Wow. Yeah, I like the line about the, the demons trying to drown them and they still swim. Yeah. You know, and like you said, here we are five songs in and every, every one alcohol. of them mm-hmm. have something to do with alcohol. Yeah. You every know? one of them. Like, I don't even know if he would have any <laughs> subject to sing about if he didn't have alcohol. No. So and, maybe he needs to keep drinking. That, that, uh, <laughs> that song right there had a, a writer on it, Ben Stennis. Is the one that mm-hmm. uh, that uh, I I remember us talking about him before. Yeah, with uh, Cody Johnson's number one yeah. to you can't. Mm-hmm. All and right, Matt Rogers. Yep. Here we are with the next one. One thing at a time. song you know it is but i've heard it from him before that sounds like that other one i can't think of the name of it but it does it sounds like the, the whole melody sounds just like you know one of his other songs really he's got a few like i think he 
I think he's got a lot of songs and ideas in his head. And for some reason, he decided he needed to separate a bunch of them and make 36 different songs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but we, we could have had a great 12 yeah. song And I wish we did. Album. I, wish I mean, we did. really, because this is too much. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what the deal is. Like, I don't understand why he would do it. I don't get it either. Uh, like, unless it's to stay on Billboard forever, like Dangerous did. I don't know that he will, because... Just because you got 36 songs don't mean you have 36 great songs. He's got, he's probably got, I'd say you're right, probably 10 great songs on here. But we've seen this with this artist to where it doesn't matter if it's great. Yeah, and I don't really like that. You know, they're, they're going to blow it up either yeah, way. I don't. Now, this next song, 98 Braves, I heard a little of it and I got excited. You I thought like, I would love it. This is one that Jordan's going to love. It's yeah. talking about sports now it, it is but i will say i hate the braves so i'm glad they didn't do good that year so you remember this yeah and i wish Vaguely. i wish the 98 braves have been the same as the 95 braves except i wish the 95 braves were the 98 braves meaning because the 95 braves beat my cleveland indians in the world series and i've hated them ever since okay so i'll never so, like them anymore but you know listen to how they done this song It was very clever. I'll give him that. It is. I remember sitting at that house, living room couch, thinking no way them boys wouldn't win. Between them big three pitchers, Andrew and Chipper, it's going to be hard to keep up with the Joneses. But as fate would have it, that Atlanta magic got put out by them damn Padres. I guess destiny ain't always meant to be Kinda like you and me that day We got course, but course doesn't cut it Had a good run, end up with nothing But a three by five, as you hide in a drawer We swung for the fences and came up short Yeah, you win some, you lose some It ain't always home runs And that's just the way life plays If we were a team and love was a game love the concept though yeah i do too you know you don't see a lot of songs that tie in love like that with mm. sports let you know what i mean you, let me give you a little little sports trivia out of that song just, okay. just what's all right it said they got beat you know by the damn padres <clears throat> what city do you know, do the padres play in i could not answer that to <laughs> save my life <laughs> it's yeah san diego and that wouldn't even go like that wasn't in the World Series. That was just in, in the National League Championship game. Um, the Padres went on to lose to the Yankees that year. But let's see. He said them, you know, three big pitchers. Do you have any idea who any of them are? I heard that Chip Jones. Did he I wasn't say a pitcher. It? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, Chipper and Andrew name. Jones. Yeah. 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 Chipper was a third baseman. Andrew was a center fielder. Now, were they – Related? No. Andrew Jones okay. from Curacao. Chipper Jones is from – he's – I think he's from Texas or Florida, but he's a Georgia boy now. He's never moving anywhere. He's okay. got it made down there. He gets everything for free. Yeah. 
The big three pitchers were Greg Maddox, uh, John Smoltz, and Tom Glavin. They were awesome, and I hated them. Well, actually, I didn't really hate them. I didn't like Trevor Jones. He was a, yeah. a cocky jackass. Like, and around that now was that around the time that Sammy Soso was on his winning mm-hmm. streak? That was that year. It was the same year that they wasn't a winning streak. It was a home run. Right, right. He and had Sammy like a hundred slam. No, he didn't. Or, or something. <laughs> it was something. It wasn't a hundred. It was a lot of. Nobody's it. ever hit a hundred. Well, uh, what what was it? He got. Actually, he didn't even hit the most. He hit 66. Uh, Mark McGraw, uh, Mark McGuire yes, hit that was 70 the on the dot. He hit 70. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Stubbs hit 66. King Griffey Jr. hit 63. You got any of their cards? Yeah. yeah. A lot. Are mm-hmm. they, are they, is that something that is still big right now? Like, Collecting ball cards but like it used to it, be. Actually, it's it's hit a whole nother you know, level now. It's for the better, but it's not really baseball anymore. Now, baseball's a dying sport because you have to have patience to enjoy it. It just seems so boring to me. Yeah, that's that's why that's why it's a dying sport is because yeah. people don't have patience for it. Basketball is really really hit like. Yeah, when I was growing up, you could buy a pack. Actually, there was a, there was a kid at my school. He would buy he would buy basketball cards by the case, and he would sell them for three dollars and fifty cents a pack, which was a little higher than you would get at the store. Yeah. But this boy was making hand he was making money hand over fist. Like he was pulling home hundred dollars a day selling these cards. Wow. Because I mean, it is like me it was I was spending my lunch money. Yeah, yeah I was spending my lunch my lunch <laughs> money getting it was in middle school. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean back then you could do that. Yeah. Now, I mean some packs of cards are 150 bucks for That's four cards. That's never been open. For and four you, cards. And yeah. you don't know what is in it. No so idea. you're taking a chance. Yeah. Right. No idea. Now, do you remember the pencil boxes that were on the wall that had the yeah, NBA yeah, yeah. teams yeah, in them? Yeah, all the Yeah. So yeah. ours had NFL teams. I, at our ours mate, I just remember the Chicago Bulls yeah. on one of them. Yeah. yeah. That, those things. Those are awesome. Wow. I wanted to collect all of them. Wouldn't that be cool? I bet there's some out there somewhere. I'm sure there is. Yeah. A lot of places don't use pencils anymore in school. No, it's no. Weird. It's all mechanical. Yeah. Or, or it's on the computer. Yeah. Like, my son is in the fourth grade, and when they do their spelling test, mm-hmm. it's typed. Yeah. And it's not handwritten. I mean, so is I mean that little, what are you learning? This is what I don't understand. Does that little red line pop up and say, oh, it's misspelled? He said somehow <laughs> they figured out how to turn it off. Oh, well, so, that's smart. Yeah. Unfortunately, so the, yeah. <laughs> this, this next song I kind of enjoy. Now, it's not one of my favorites, but I can use this line for almost anything. And it's called, Ain't That Song. Calm buddies in the field, mud on the wheels, yeah, ain't that some thick smoke? Silverado tearing up a two-lane road, ain't that some C-O-U-N-T-R-Y? Shit we've been doing since we was yay high, there's folks out there, ain't T-R-Y this, man, ain't that some shit that you hate to grow up and miss? Hate to think of what if I didn't even know what a honey hole with a Zepco on my jeans rolled and a pinch of skull in my lip. Even if they say we ain't got a pot to piss, but I thank God for this. Ain't that some back home, but it's in a field, mud on the whiz. Yeah, ain't that some thick smoke, silver ride, old tearing up a two lane road. Ain't that some C O U N T R Y? I mean, I love that. 
I mean, it's not like Grammy worthy. Right. But like, how jam after that? You know? It's catchy, but I've always been a snob when it comes to rap. And that's not country. That's attempting to be rap. It's borderline. Yeah. yeah, ain't no borderline to it as rap. <laughs> like he's not singing at all. No, he well, didn't try to hit a note. I see the trend going all over Facebook that oh, he has matured so much in this album. There's like two songs that sound mature. Yeah, and this is one of them. It's, it's also called, it's called selective favorite. hearing. Yes, you only hear what you want to hear. Right, <laughs> and I love this one right here. It's called "I Wrote the Book." This is a good song. This is one of he released earlier. Yes. song has got great meaning and he kind of ties in a lot of respectable things that would make you think that he has matured right and i've never heard anybody say those letters in red aren't getting any redder right you know which is a cool concept there is one song on this album um i'll point it out later on but it was the one that that told me he's not matured (laughs) Uh, okay <laughs> we can I'll, I'll i'll tell you when we get to it well this next um by the way wrote the book morgan hardy and cameron montgomery they wrote that song uh together which at this point he's only wrote three out of everything that you've heard so far we're at number 10 which is tennessee numbers but i kind of feel like he had the same song on the other album mm-hmm. 865 which mm-hmm. is the area code in that area. So, I don't know. Is it a knockoff or is it not? Here we are with Tennessee numbers. It used to be our picture from her sister's wedding day. There on her live screen, now it's just some ocean waves. It used to be a bunch of hearts right there beside my name. She used to never miss one, but these days that girl just lets you rain. Ah, but if she don't one day, I said, yeah, damn, it's good to hear your voice. Feels like. could really relate to that song i can kind of vice versa the situation but uh yeah was it a tennessee number was it a kentucky number it was a tennessee number Mm. for sure yeah uh the next song is hope that's true which morgan 
and Ernest and Ryan. I see this name a million times, but I cannot pronounce it. Can you? Um, That's I very mean, I don't tricky. Know. If I'd have heard it, I, I possibly could. I don't want to slaughter it. Yeah. Which, I mean, I I like that song, Tennessee Numbers. What do you think? It's relatable. It is. Still not heard the one yet that just, like, blows you out of the water. No, I mean, it's got some good ones on here, but that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> here is Hope It's True. Cause you can't climb out of it And I'll admit it, girl I said it in a minute Yeah, I loved you for a minute But we damn so different It's been a week since you went And hit the highway And made it clear that I ought to have it my way But my way looks a whole lot better With just my truck in the driveway The TikTok drama over this song is it's about his baby's mama. You know how he hopes she finds that baller that she needs. But I follow her, and she seems like a pretty respectable girl. So I'd say it's just a lot of drama and rumors that get created, you Mm -hmm. know? The sad thing is, is, like, his baby mama can't even go live and, like, be about her own life. Right. You've got 1,600 people, and they're all like, do you miss him? Is this song about you? Do you miss him? Did you break up with him, or did he break up with you? I mean, just, it's Mm. insane. Like, she can't be her own content creator. She is his baby mama. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be honest about this. I mean, I'm happy for him. He has got this huge success. Yes. And you know what? I'm happy for anybody who finds that success. But he ain't that good. No, no. It, and it's he sure as hell is lot. not that attractive. It, it's cracked up a lot. And, like, he doesn't really have to even try. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've seen a TikTok review of the concert, and they're like, he kind of acted like he didn't know what to do. Like, I mean, he's there to sing. It's but a like, new album, so I'm yeah. sure he doesn't know all of it. There's right. 36 songs. He can't know all of them. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand that. I'm, but as I'm far sure, as, like, entertainment purposes, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm sure you got to you know remember all the words before you can be entertained. <laughs> I did see a screen on the stage with all of them on it. Well, I'm they sure. were, like, coming up in real time. Yeah, he would have know? to. He'd done it in the center, too, which was, I always mm-hmm. love when artists do that. Yeah. Put the stage right in the center. Mm-hmm. It's just so much cooler. You can get more people in. It's a lot more intimate like yeah, that, too. Yeah, for sure. Now, this next song I really like. It's called uh, Whiskey Friends. I've heard it before. There's about six writers on this song. Yeah, and I'm, but, I, I think all six of them wrote on the other 25 songs that are just like this. Yeah. <laughs> this song does kind of... It's the beginning that I like. That's hmm. the beginning that's been said. Looks like I did it 
I mean, it's all right. Like I said, it's not Grammy worthy, but right. you know, it's. I mean, when there's this many songs, we're not gonna have a lot to no, say no. about all of them. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, it just there's no way it. Like you said, there's just there's no way he was a writer on that. He was one of the six. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next song <laughs> is called Sunrise, yeah. and it's not bad. I kind of like the idea of this one. Check it out. I think I like. Is this one? the melody of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the music in it I like. I could groove to that loud. On my Fridays when it's with you, I go back to Cincy, that Ohio. Now you trick me into buying all your shots. Got your ghost up in my Chevy. Shotgun looking ready for them parties where you left me. Spin you around and show you off. I've been trying to get away from you for a while now. But there ain't no setting me down. You're my sunrise, you keep coming up. You're every conversation, every smoky situation. If it's water, if it's whiskey in my cup. You're the memories I'm drinking. You're the thoughts I'm always thinking, girl. It don't matter how far I run. You're the one that I can't run from. Used to be my late nights. Love me to the daylight. And again, another song about drinking. You know? He had to stay consistent. You know, you know if if he actually took a drink every time he sang about alcohol, he would have already passed of alcohol poisoning. Well, that kind of brings me to the next artist. And, you know, I've kind of had this fear about Morgan ever since he exploded mm-hmm. is the fact that he could be a star that, you know, that we lose yeah. way too soon and 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 it could be because the fame is like massively too much you know what i mean like there's i hope there's somebody mentally checking on him you know what i mean they've not done it yet he's 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 already too big it's not healthy where he's at he's already got mentally it's not healthy i think honestly what he needs to do for his own sake and I know he don't want to lose any traction where he's at, but he probably needs to slow down a little bit. He does. And like take a year off. Yeah. You know, yeah. Concentrate on that child a little bit. Absolutely. And focus on your mental health. Yeah. And then if you are doing concerts from, I can't remember which artist, I believe it was Kicks Brooks of Ronnie Dunn who said, and it was also Willie Nelson. They were in the same interview. If you make time to give them more autographs, more handshakes, mm-hmm. it'll die down. Yeah. But when you keep yourself so secluded, it makes them want that that much more. Yeah. Does that sure. make sense? It does. You know? It does. Uh, this next song that he has is uh, Keith Whitley, and it's about time somebody wrote a song about Keith Whitley. Uh, here we are. Hurt like hell in the morning Overfilling this 
his way There ain't a mirror in this house anymore Cause it kills me to see The guy that lets you leave And walk right out the door Kentucky Bluebird Kentucky Bourbon Sure got this old boy Good whiskey Girl, it just don't last when Keith Whitley I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. He he used a few rip-off lines there. You know. But honestly, think that's that was the whole goal is it wasn't about Keith Whitley. It was using Keith Whitley's name to draw attention to that song. And I, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad song, because it's not. But I was hoping for more with Keith Willis, <laughs> a name on it. You oh, know? oh, yeah. When and, I seen it, I, I was like, I hope mean. this is really good. Yeah, like more yeah. of a, I don't know, like how did Keith inspire you? Let me tell you what you it reminds know? me of. What? It reminds me of Cole Swindell talking about Heads Caroline. Yes. It's the same yes, thing. Yes, it's a it's a straight up rip off. Yeah, he just used know? some lines to add in some extras. Yeah, like it was. He used them in a in a respectful way. It's not oh, like yeah. he ripped off an entire verse, but he ripped off. And, an, I'm going to quit saying it because I don't think he ripped it yeah. off. But he used. I'm no stranger to the rain, and that's yeah. the that's the verse everybody knows. Oh yeah. So and, and, it kind of brings you in. But yeah. I tell you this, I'd much rather listen to that versus Coles. No, oh, man, that's <laughs> you know. All right, yeah. now this next one, we had to, uh, we had to have Hardy on here. Yeah. We all, we already know that. He's done been on there once. Yeah. Well, he had to be on here on this album. Mm-hmm. They are like best friends in the whole wide world, mm-hmm. you know. So he had to do one with him. This one's called In the Bible. Paint your truck tread with some red dust While you kick up the long way home Share some bootleg with your best buds Wear a bit of that bonfire smoke If a back porch swang and twang And your words and setting that book Was a good book verse I'd be doing alright I know where I was going When I get to the other side Cause Back roads and cold beer Are my down on prayer Can't get no closer To the man upstairs I get it I get the concept, I do, but I'm I'm to the point now, and we're 15 songs in that I feel like we should have said what is our favorite five songs off of the we album <laughs> because I mean it is it's overwhelming yeah. when you sit here and I mean there may be fans that are eating this up but a lot of it does sound repetitive very much so yeah and there aren't a whole lot of albums that you can listen from yeah from start to the finish and you love every song but there no, are some no. this is not one of them 
<laughs> no, and I mean, for me, I can think of a couple of albums that I yeah. loved them all, you know, but this is not one of them. Yeah, I can too. It's, yeah, the next song is the one that got released you know, first, wasn't it? Like yeah, it was all yeah, over and, everything. And it was in the summertime. Yeah, and a long uh, time ago. Yeah, and Tyler Hubbard from Florida Georgia Line, he texted Morgan and he said, hey, are you going to start paying rent on that number one spot? Because mm-hmm. nobody else can get on it. Yeah. Because this song spent six weeks at number one. And it is You Poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been throwing down the whiskey. I ought to get my money back. Someone said it drowns a memory. That's not bad. No. I no. mean, you know, everybody it's, loved it. Kind of had a, it. It was on. It, it wasn't w- bad last summer when it came out. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right, but now it's like, yeah. all right. Now this next one. Uh, I like this one. Thought you should know. This is actually Miranda Lambert's mm-hmm. first number one song as a songwriter. Yeah. You know, I really like this one. I thought it was fitting for him, too. It was. Yeah. Everything that he's going through and been mm-hmm. through, uh, it was perfect for him. What's going on, Mama? Something just dawned on me. I ain't been home in some months. Been chasing songs and women, making some bad decisions. God knows I'm drinking too much. Yeah, I know you've been worrying about me. You've been losing sleep since 93. I thought you should know that all those prayers you thought you wasted on me. You must have finally made their way on through. I'll be honest, I mean, this is what I was hoping we were going to have more of on this album. This, I think this is the best song on the album. That's just my opinion, but I love the way it's extremely personal, which makes me very curious as to what Nicole or Miranda wrote on it, you know? Oh, yeah. Because it seems like a lot of it is about his life, you know? It does. Um and I mean, by far, I think that's the best one. Yeah, and I don't. I can't stand this one. I I can't either. I was about to say <laughs> this next one is probably one that, if I was on his team, I would have probably talked him out of not recording. Um, mm-hmm. Ben Stennis is the songwriter on this. Yeah, they're not all. Yeah, they're you not can't all, have them all good, you know. <laughs> Here is F one fifty fifty. I just don't understand. Like, I think I know what they were trying to do. He's saying 50 50, but he's adding in a truck. F1 yeah. 50 
pissed off enough to pick herself up a bag of smokes. Even though she don't flip a quarter, roll the dice, it's a letter, it's a ride. One's going my way, and one's here on a highway. It's it's I mean, the chorus is better than I remember, but I, like I said, it's just a, it's a little confusing for myself. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I understood it, but it's basically the same premise. It's heads Carolina, tails Carolina. <laughs> They're flipping a coin, and here's the one that they you know, borrowed off of uh, Brooks and Dunn. Well... And and I mean like uh, I hate to poo poo every song, but Silverado for sale was on the last album, and I'm really surprised that song never was played on radio because it was pretty decent, and it had a had a pretty good storyline. Like the Silverados for sale, I've had a lot of love in it. Maybe it'll bring you a lot of love in it. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, I don't. I, I don't, don't listen to it. I don't. Know. But it was pretty good. This next one is. Neon Star Country Boy Lullaby, which is uh, Morgan Ernest Josh Thompson, which was a great artist. He had a song called Way Out Here, was outstanding. But here it is. Yeah, like in country music, I feel like you can't say neon unless you're Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> yeah, at this point, they kind of copyrighted it. Yeah. yeah, I'm down bad. She slammed that door, she broke my heart. So got out of town fast She bounced So I bounced in here Trying to bounce back Ooh, I know I probably Ought to throw a couple prayers up To the man upstairs Ooh, instead of watching this bottle That was filled up Just disappear Sitting here wishing on a neon star Up there hanging from behind the bar Hoping there's a U-turn in your car Don't know why I do Cause it never comes true I mean, I don't know. I think he's still trying to find out what type of artist he is because, like, you know, you're saying there's there's a lot of wanting to spit some lines, mm -hmm. rapish, yeah, sounding, you know. Yeah, he was yes, yeah, more so singing that one, but it you know, still it had to, had that vibe oh, yeah, to it. it. Yeah, it's yeah. almost impossible for a cover band to cover any Morgan Wallen. The new stuff. Mm, I don't know about that. You know, I don't know. It just it seems really like it hit, would be hard. He didn't really hit any amazing notes. No, I mean musically. <laughs> well, you know, like you, you're to, gonna have to have a like hell the, of a guitar player that's just picking everything. You have a computer. Yeah, <laughs> that would yeah. be the only way you could do it, probably with a drum beat. Yeah, and, I'm sure that's what a lot of his are. You know, and if a guy come out tomorrow with that song, mm -hmm. there would be a ton of people saying he's destroying country music. Yeah. But because Morgan does it with a drum beat, nobody says nothing. Yep. But here we are with I Deserve a Drink, and this I'm not the, sure if you do, Morgan. This is the song I was talking about. He didn't write it. I wish he hadn't put it on here. This is that song. <laughs> that you hate? No, this is the song that shows me that he's not matured. Oh, okay. Here we go. I've been on my bed 
So, so what do you not like about it? That makes a little more sense now that I've seen the words in, in front of me. I wasn't just listening to it. But right. my whole thought process on it was if he's saying he's doing so good, he's doing so, so good, doing he's living by the book, then you shouldn't be worried about alcohol at all. And that's yeah. all the song. That's all every song's about. But it, it's been like that so far, yeah. You shouldn't have to say i'm doing so good i'm doing so so good you know <laughs> somebody else should point it out right. <laughs> you shouldn't be but, talking about it but the way i it. took the song was like i've been doing good until i seen you and now i need a drink you right. know what i mean that's the way i perceived it he used alcohol as a metaphor in it to describe her and you know his relationship and he wants to take a shot of that is what he was i, see. I, I, mean, I didn't see it I didn't understand that until I you know, read those on, words. Yeah. Out, this one is wine into water. Some girls like roses and a man saying sorry by the dozen to heal the heartbreak up and some girls like a letter on a windshield Pouring out his feelings When it's all hit the ceiling But I know Something even better I could try So I might just open up your pores Like glow with an apology in my left hand Hope it tastes like a second chance Cause I'm here to say sorry with it to the top yeah, and this may be a song that I have to listen to more of because I it wasn't what I expected when I seen Wine into Water. You? Yeah, ma'am. I don't know. I listened to it earlier. I was... Uh, you didn't see anything in it that made you say, oh, wow. No. This is mm-hmm. impressive. You're just naming different types of wine. <laughs> this next one is called Me and All Your Reasons. Smoke on my clothes, liquor on my breath, devil on my shoulder, strangers in my bed, pills in my pocket, ashes on the floor, these bad decisions keep on knocking on my door, I know you think you left me all alone, I hate to say you couldn't be more wrong, got Copenhagen, whiskey straight, empty bottle, promise This one will probably end up being a radio single from the traction that I've seen on it. 
Uh, What's your thoughts? You uh, like it? You uh, don't like it? It's all right, but I feel like he's already saying it. He's already said that. Yeah. Now, this next one. So stupid. Now, I wanted to get your thoughts on it because I remember the first time that I remember ever even owning a jersey was the Tennessee Vols. I bought one when Mm -hmm. Kenny Chesney was the first one to really put a lot of music into it. Like should have known. Yeah, well, I bought the jersey. They gave him one, you know, Mm -hmm. number seven with Chesney on the back. But, Mm -hmm. like, this was a a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I feel like he wrote this song, had it setting back for when this happened because it'll never happen again, right? Tennessee beating them? It's possible because they did beat them last year, but they hadn't won in – It's been a long time, right? A long time. Yeah. Yeah, he's not turning any Alabama fan into a Tennessee fan. And that's what he says in the song. <laughs> yeah. That's the dumbest thing ever. Right. Tennessee is the armpit of the world. And I'm a Kentucky fan, and I'll say it till the day I die. That's <laughs> the school that I hate the most. Why? The orange is, it's. Now, they play Rocky Top, too, right? Yeah, which was written by a guy from Kentucky. Yeah, that don't make any sense. They're stupid. I'm telling you, they're dumb. <laughs> they're all redneck hillbillies. Oh, I mean, we are gosh. in Kentucky too, but we're not stupid. <laughs> I hate the University of Tennessee, Thank and you. I've I've actually played on their court. Really? Yeah, tops of Bowling Arena. Wow. Uh-huh. All right, here doesn't make me like them anymore. In case you haven't heard it, I don't know a lot of people who haven't, but here is Tennessee fan. You throw a mustard bottle on the side. That's what they do. Stupid. They beat us every damn year. It's been a minute since we pulled out a win. I loaded the truck down with beer. Drove down to watch them do it again. And they did, so we went to the bar right after met a girl with a houndstooth print of her chapter on her shirt, and it turned into talking all night. She came back with me across the Boston line. Guess the joke's on Alabama, cause they lost big this time. I got the number one pick, Bonnie Red Lips, brought her over to the other side. And it it does make songs different, especially mm-hmm. with this artist. Yeah. When you see the words, it does versus hearing the words because you learn a lot he with this one. He didn't write this song after Tennessee beat him. He he wrote it after Tennessee got drilled, but he's just talking about he got the win for taking the Alabama girl home. And actually, if you remember, um. During COVID, he was supposed to be on Saturday Night Live, right. but he got caught at that Alabama bar making out yes. with all them girls, so maybe it was that night that he wrote the song. But you know, <laughs> love him or hate him, there's everybody has a little bit of Morgan in them. Like, if we were famous that at the time that he is, yeah. we, we would have... If there would have been cell phones around... At his age, maybe. Yeah, yeah, at his age, had we had the fame and cell phones, I mean... The dude probably doesn't have a bad day. 
ever. Uh, he had <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, but but look at it. I mean, really? You know, and whatever person on his team was brilliant because they released that song right after the game. When that happened, they released that song mm. whenever they won or whatever. That song was ready to go, queued up, and, yeah. and no telling how long it's just been sitting there waiting for them to win so they yeah. could release the song. He's but, probably got one wrote about when they win the national championship in basketball, but he'll be holding on to that for the rest of his life. You know, I'm not for sure if he's a basketball fan, though. Man. Yeah, Here we in Tennessee, know he's you baseball. you got to get excited about what you can. They're no not going to win anything else, so they might as well. He might as well be every. He might as well be a cheerleading fan, although they're not going to win that either. Now this next one, money on me. I I like it. It's one of my top five. Yeah, that one's okay. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Mm-mm. And it's actually kind of traditionally country. Yes, yes. I love the chorus, and mm-hmm. I, I just love everything about that song. And then, of course, right after uh, them putting a song on their money on me, here's <laughs> Thinking About Me. So I, I, there's I a lot he, about me. I think he does that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Where you at? Don't know where you've been. Don't know nothing about that boy you're in. Don't feel bad for you, but I feel bad for him. And all the hell you gonna be putting him through. Probably tell him we're a burnt out flame. Probably tell him that I ain't been on your mind. I ain't nothing but a long gone thing. You can cuss my name, but baby, don't you lie. When you're tasting what he's drinking, are you thinking about me? When you're riding where he's driving, are you missing my street? Every time you close your eyes, There's been a lot of car systems with that thumping. I mean, that's there's there's better you, there's you, better beats like than it? that. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I'm not saying it's an awesome beat. I'm right. just saying that it's pretty decent. Yeah, it's. You know? I don't know. I kind of feel like. See, yeah, you know, <clears throat> money on me. He was being humble. He was like, I wouldn't Absolutely. put your money. I wouldn't put Absolutely. my money on me. But yeah. <laughs> This one, he's like thinking of yeah. me. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm it. That's all yeah. there is. It's just me. I'm the best thing ever. Little. <laughs> <laughs> this one is single than she was. She had two beers on the counter when I found her. 
I mean, this is another one that, like, I mean, <laughs> what do you say? Mm. Then the next one's The Days That End In While. Yeah, which we've heard that many times. Yes, we've played that one. Driver Williams. Uh, He's almost got to the songs that he has nothing to do with as far as writing. Now. <laughs> There's hardly any of them he's had anything like this, to do with the writing process on them. This one right here with the title that it had, I was pretty excited to hear it. But then when I heard it, I wasn't really crazy about it. Guess who wrote this song? Mm. Marin Morris's husband. Isn't that ironic? The number one chick that come after him when that happened, and her husband writes a song that ends up on the album. Well, they're everybody all about that wants money. a little piece of Morgan. Yeah, a little piece of that money he's making for sure. Times than that, mm-hmm. you know. This next one is me to me. Here he is again. Yes. <laughs> That one's not bad. It, it's much better. It's better than the last two I heard. Yeah. yeah. We've already reached the songs that I haven't haven't heard. So Have you not heard Don't Thank Jesus? No. Okay, now this one, I, I really like it. And, of course, it jumped off on me. This song right here, he released it acoustically, I think, around May. And then, here it is on the album. He released it, then I may have heard it, but it's really good. This song, I like the the concept of it, but it's kind of boring. I mean, it's almost like it's uh, like an old hymnal. Yes, and it's almost like he doesn't want to sing it. Like I, I can, I don't know. I just love he just how he didn't made put a song. A of... I don't know. I kind of I understand like the the you know, purpose of it, but if you're gonna do that, 
Do you always have to talk about alcohol and drinking and getting stoned? That's got to be in it for him. Every song. I'm really surprised that a alcohol company has not sponsored. I'm surprised every alcohol tour. company had not sponsored him. <laughs> like I mean, every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, and and that's my fear with him. Like, I don't know if it's because I, I'm really not that big of a like drinker. I don't know. He if that's could what it be is, but. the the next Keith Whitley disaster. Yeah. We don't know. No. You or, know. Or I mean, he may. How could you sing about it so much and not do it? Yeah. I mean, either that's what I was going to say. Either he just sings about it, yeah, you know, rather than actually drink. But I don't understand how you could do that because you can't relate to what sober. you're saying. Like, I, I don't, and I think that's a lot of my problem, you know, with him, is I'm not a drinker. Yeah. You know, like, I don't. I well, don't he had up, down with Florida Georgia Line, and it was decent, but what exploded? Whiskey glasses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, here we are, 180 Lifestyle. You like that one no. or not really? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> Dear Lord, man. And and I feel like he could he that I I see the story. Like the girl went to the yeah, country, yeah. she can't come back but, because she loves the yeah. lifestyle. All right, what happened to her? She's gone country. Yeah, he Look could have said it a lot better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if he just right. re- redid that song, it would have been a lot better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's been I have to insane. agree on that one. <laughs> this is, uh, oh. had it. I think you've had it with Morgan Wallen at yeah. this point. And he's talented. I wish, I mean, I, I like some stuff, but. Keep trying to like try to prove you wrong, but I think I think you <laughs> nailed think. that right out of the gate. <laughs> I'm you pretty know? positive that I. Have. This next one's with Ernest. It's called mm-hmm. Cowgirls. She'll set the field on fire just cutting across the pasture. She'll have you falling for it all and then leave right after. 
And she got a cold heart, but she got a warm smile, cut from the same cloth. She kind of buck wild, a little bit angel, whole lot of outlaw. She's trouble, but I tell you right now, y'all, don't live cowgirls, never gonna settle on down, girls. Leave you in a lonely ghost town, world where the sun don't rise, rodeo 419. I mean, I wish I could break these songs down and, like, say... This is what I love about it, and this right. is how I can relate about it. But that's not on this album. Yeah, I mean, the only one that I really, really, really liked was the one he wrote for his mom with Miranda Lambert. Oh yeah, this one's called "Good Girl Gone Missing." I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, come on, people. I think. I mean, out of all the songs in Nashville. Yeah. That last one that we played before this, up to that point that we listened to, it didn't mention alcohol. So I don't know that it, I don't know if it had it. Well, but. I mean, like who 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 should we be mad at? The artist or the fans no. buying it? Because I mean, yeah. you cannot tell me he couldn't have found thirty six <laughs> songs like I thought you should know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, <sighs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> like I don't, I do not understand. And the I really didn't mind that this. last one that much. I didn't mind it. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not, I don't understand this whole concept. I guess that's what's throwing me for a loop. If it, I mean, if he was he trying to be like, hey, Zach, I can do that too? Maybe. I mean, why else would you? What is the point of doing this unless it's to stay on all streaming services for the next two years? Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. You know what? Yeah, speaking of Zach, I never heard him on the radio until the other day. I heard him on country radio. I heard that orange song. Something on. in the orange. Now, I love that song. I do too. Man, it's a great song. But this one right here is uh, second to the last. It's called Outlook. I used to think that it was me against the world, but it wasn't. Thought drinking from a glass half empty made it better, but it doesn't. Funny all the things you realize When that 2020 hindsight vision opens up your eyes Now my outlook on life Is different than it used to be Yeah, my outlook is Someone's up there Looking down and looking out for me Now, that right there, that's not bad. That's not. You know. It's got good meaning, and yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm not. I don't hate that one. I like it. And here we are, folks. We have worked our way up through all 36 songs to the very last song. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, this song here, he says, uh, he's talking about a girl in it. 
but it's meant for his son. He dedicates this song on the album to his son. It's called Dying Man. I was a bad reputation with an attitude to match. Hell been on going nowhere, getting there light and fast. 21 and looking 30, but acting half my age. I'm bound to hit a wall before I ever hit the brakes. Cooling it got Elvis, whiskey it got I never heard that. I don't know why he just didn't say, my boy took it to me, instead of she. Yeah. You know, people would have still rocked out to that. Yeah. Because... Did he ride it, though? No, he did not. So, folks, that is all that we want to... I mean, I don't even know why we would talk about him anymore <laughs> for a long time, folks. Yeah, no, I don't either. And if anybody's stuck with us, we will send you a bumper sticker. Reach out to us on Facebook. Let us know you listened all the way through because yeah. you deserve something. Mm-hmm. All right? We'll I think send I deserve something for that. Wow. Like I said, I don't understand the concept of it because people are not buying CDs no more. No. So it must have to do something with streaming. That's the only thing that makes almost any sense. Yeah. You know? Uh, I'm, I think at the end of the day, what he's wanting to do, if he's thinking, you know, at least, <clears throat> I mean, what percentage do you think of you know, people in the world uh, drink alcohol? I mean, I wouldn't know where to put it. I would say probably 65%. Okay, so those 65% of people, that's that's a little over 1.7 billion people. He's thinking one of his songs, they're all about alcohol, so he's thinking that one of those songs is going to connect with every person. <laughs> they're going to play it I mean, every time know. they think of drinking. <laughs> He's so famous, though, he could sing the phone book, and these girls are going to go insane. Yeah. and You know? I mean, if you want to talk about talent, he's got talent. He's good. He's a good yeah, singer. he's talented. He's not a great singer, but he's a good uh, singer. He's not like Luke Combs. He's definitely not like Chris well, Stapleton. But <clears throat> I've heard people say. He's not like Tyler Childers either. Uh, Morgan is when you're fresh out of high school wanting to party. Luke mm-hmm. is when you're wanting to settle down. I agree with that. And, and now they're saying that uh, Morgan calls Luke daddy. But mm. I don't know. It's it's weird. And even Luke has said in interviews, it's either him or Morgan, the biggest country star at the moment right now. Yeah. But this song right here, I do want to debut a good song because I meant to do this about a month ago. This is Luke Combs' Love You Anyway. Now, have you heard this song before I play it? Mm-mm. Okay. 
This right here is an outstanding, well-written song. I mean, I I, I love it. All right, before you play that, uh, you know his you know, song, Just like a home run ball, that girl is going, going, gone. Yeah. He should have said something about his hairline. Because that bitch is gone. Oh, Luke Combs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He missed an opportunity. Yeah. Like, he should have said something about that airline. Let's go. Well, i tell you this right here. Like, this song, I'm not going through a breakup or anything, but, like, this song just, like, <clears throat> nailed me in my heart because I guess I can just relate to the whole idea of it. Yeah. But this is why I love country music. Your kiss turned me to stone. I'd be a statue standing tall in ancient Rome. And if your touch shattered me like glass, I'd be in pieces trying to make the breaking land. If it took one look to turn my days to night At least I'd have the stars that sparkle in your eyes There's just some things that leave a man no choice Like a compass needle needing its true north Even if I knew the day That's my favorite country song right now at the moment. It's really good. It it is outstanding. It's really good. You know what I mean? And he didn't mention any alcohol whatsoever. Oh, he doesn't have to. Mm -mm. But you know, (laughs) he did release another song that will debut shortly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called Joe. And he said, I wanted this song because I feel so guilty of singing all these songs about beer never broke my heart. Yeah. And I wanted something that the sober man in the crowd could mm-hmm. scream. Yeah, you told you me know? about that. That's... And, and and that's very thoughtful. Yeah, it is. Between the two, I feel like you could trust Luke Combs with your wife. <laughs> versus Morgan Wallen. You should be able to trust either with either one of them. Cause... I'm just saying, like, yeah. the the... Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. You, you know what he, I mean. He's not gonna try anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. Luke's not. Now Morgan's gonna expect something. <laughs> yeah, he like I, I just him. wonder how Morgan is as a person. Like, I like, hope he's a lot better than his persona is, because his persona is that he's kind of just—he's a little—he's extremely cocky. He—he's yeah, thinks he's awfully high and mighty. And you don't ever hear anything sincere come out of his mouth. No. he, And that's how I know that he's not yeah. matured yet. And that's fine. You can be a, a child for a while. We just hope he gets there. Eventually, you are going to have to realize that there's more to life than going to the bar, getting hammered, drinking, getting stoned, chasing women. There's more to life than that. And... and- if you spend your life doing that, 
it's going to take its toll on you. Oh well, yeah. Or it's going to it's going to take your life. Well, you know, I seen Brad Paisley one time take an acceptance speech for Entertainer of the Year, and he was crying, and he's like. I remember when me and my dad loaded up beat-up sound equipment in the back of a Ford Ranger mm. to go play a show. And, I mean, you could just hear the sincerity in yeah. it. And, mm. I, and I don't know if we'll ever hear that from Morgan. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I hope we do eventually. He's probably going to walk away with Entertainer of the Year this year. Now, Out I don't know why, because Luke Combs is playing football stadiums. Morgan could. Oh, he definitely could. But I think they're going to hold off one more year before they let him do that. Mm. He's on a so-called world tour right now. Yeah. But I feel like 2024, he's going to be in the football stadiums. How could he not? Yeah. I'd say he's going to be in some in 2023. Do you think he'll be singing about alcohol? He'll be, that's all he's got. That's his catalog. 36 <laughs> songs. And I did not hear one that did not mention Mm-mm. whiskey or drinking or something in my hand. There was that one, but I don't remember what it was called. That up to the, the first verse in the chorus did not mention alcohol, but that's not saying the rest of it didn't. But no, no. yeah, all the other ones did. And that's a high percentage. So, and I mean that's fine because that's what he's going through right now. That's that's what he's that's what he's doing with his life, and we all went through that. We not did. necessarily alcohol but we all went through something a time in our life when we did something we shouldn't have been doing and that's all we knew because at at that time that thing consumes you it consumes every thought it consumes every action it is in control of you you're not in control of it and maybe it's alcohol but maybe it's women yeah. Maybe it's just being the center of attention. Yeah. Maybe money. It could be a, a million things. But every song he sings is coming back to the same thing. It is. So I just hope they're working on he that makes image. Yeah. yeah. I hope that they're trying to do the shift of okay, yeah. let's kind of get up here with Luke. He you is country I mean? music's party boy right now. Oh, absolutely. And that is a persona that you have, and that's a persona that you make a lot of money with. And everybody wants a piece of that right yeah. now. And he's an attraction that Month. everybody wants to go see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know who that reminds me of like a long, long time ago? Who? Mr. George Jones. He was known for partying. Yeah, like they didn't want him sober. Nope. And, and once and he that got could be, sober. That could be the same way with Morgan. Yeah. You know, because they're gonna it's love him until they don't. <laughs> so much, yeah. I think they're gonna love him until they don't. Absolutely. So let's talk about something else. Um, April the second, the CMT Awards with uh, Kane Brown and Kelsey Ballerina. I loved her interview on "Call Me Daddy" or "Call Her Daddy." Did you hear? Did, have you watched it? No. It's a really good one. She goes deep into their divorce and how she's dating the guy off Outer Banks now. She's also on tour with Kenny Chesney, which I would love to go see that show. But uh, my daughter said, well, why don't we get Zach Bryan tickets? I'm like, okay, well, I guess we could. But I went to look. They're just as high, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Is that for just his show? Is that for... Well, that was on rail... Yeah, the, Real Bird. Yeah. I would love to go to Real That's the Bird. only time he's coming to Kentucky. 
You know, I would love. I've been watching Coulter Walls' page. Yeah. Because I would really like to see him. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I would too. I've got my kids, you know, singing them songs now. Really? Yeah. My son is, he's a big Morgan Wallen fan. And my daughter, she's kind of, she's into the mature part of it. She doesn't really understand the craziness with Morgan Wallen. Of course, right. she'd like to go see him. Yeah. I mean, if you had tickets, you'd go just to say you went. He's mm. an attraction. I would sell them. Really? <laughs> That's yes. what my dad said. <laughs> I would definitely yeah. sell them. All right. So, April the 2nd is the CMT Award Show. Our next episode, we're going to do our predictions and see if I get to hold the title. Yeah. Get you get yeah, two in a row. Yeah. Right now, uh, we've done how many? Oh, we've award done a show? bunch, man. Well, we're circling around this, to the... This is number six? Right? CMT, uh, at the end of the year... It will be our third CMA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's but, about time we get nominated for uh, one, right? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I come on. I know we've done six award shows, and you've won one. Congratulations. That was the last one. And it was so much of a win, though. It was. It was. Like, you won from little points the at other enough. Five. But, like, I won from, I like, love how he's number one to do people. This. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a bunch of little small victories it was major victories i feel like oh well we got another you know, morgan wallen on our hands over here i'm just Loves saying him folks, some all hair. right so anyways <laughs> like i'm not you want to put your money on me <laughs> you know <laughs> you're gonna be thinking about me <laughs> oh okay well, we'll see about me you're gonna think about me when you get your money on here when the time comes mm-hmm. for me to do the cmt awards All right, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Keep Kentucky in your prayers. There's a lot of people still don't have power. It's more in Kentucky. It's all over the place. That uh, storm really affected a lot of people. Um, Folks, remember to like, share, rate, review, follow, and spread the word about us to somebody you think might enjoy it. Uh, Thank you. God bless. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next time. Hasta mañana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch y'all next time.